Welcome to the Brett Frost Sports Podcast, the number one sports podcast in the peninsula. I'm with my boy, Brandon J. Stovall. Niners lose an absolute heartbreaker on Monday night last night, 27 to 24. Stovall, I left this game with mixed emotions, my guy. Part of me was a little fired up. And part of me was absolutely disgusted. Stovall, let me let me start with the positive, okay? Let me start with the what Let's got me a little fired it. up. We've been saying it all year, but this defense is absolutely nasty, yeah. Stovall. Constantly giving Russell Wilson, getting him under duress. What we had five sacks, including that strip sack fumble when the O line picks it up and we punch <laughs> O lineman picks it up, and we punch it out take it to the house big play after big play that clutch pick hell of a pick hell of a catch um i mean this this defense is showing why they're elite and why they're probably the best defense in the league Mm -hmm. and stovall on top of that um on top of that i mean 21 points they get off turnovers where it was us just giving them great field possession position and all that but stovall is this the best front four on third down you've ever seen? They're animals. They're they're beasts. since we've been alive. Since we've been alive, yeah. I honestly I couldn't think of anybody else. I I think this is the quarterback's nightmare. Like when you go to sleep at night and you dream of getting sacked, these are the guys that you're imagining coming at you full force, full steam. Not even to mention that uh what was it? Jones went out, Blair went out as well i mean two animals on on that defensive end uh end there um yeah you're just you're having terrible nightmares against these guys now now let me get to the just absolute disgusted stovall i'm absolutely disgusted i woke uh-huh. up oh i think i kind of woke up with this sore feeling in my stomach some <laughs> sort of like bug or something stove from watching this game a pit in your stomach so again we can we can talk about okay shanahan got away from the run on the last drive you know whatever yeah, yeah. jimmy g threw some you know off balance throws you want to cr- criticize him a little bit for that and all that stuff that's fine but my goodness you are paid to catch the ball when the ball hits your hands you have to catch it you know george kittle's not playing you know, Mr. Third Down, the best player on the team's not playing. Emmanuel Sanders Preach. goes down in the middle of the game. You know you got to step up. And not only did the wide receivers not step up, Stovall, they folded. Huh. And they folded on the bright lights of Monday night. What do you think they're going to do in the playoffs, Stovall, or in the Super Bowl? Which is what we're trying to win for the first time since 1994. Absolutely disgusted. One goes off Bourne's hands to an interception leads to an easy touchdown another one goes off his hands which would have put us on the six yard line first and goal touchdown wins the ball game yep those are six minutes left in the game that doesn't even mention the debo samuel right off the hands no one touches him good win right off the hands no one touches him use check how to drop yep. uh pettis Pettis. had a drop granted he got kind of killed on that play but still it hit his hands yep. i mean collectively as a unit the receivers are awful yep. awful yeah, it was ter- terrible. Like looking at this performance, wide receivers, people who are on that that waiver list or practice squads for other teams should be licking their lips because they should know that 49ers should be giving them a call. Like at this point, who do we, you got to go after something. You got to get somebody. These guys are not getting the job done. We've known this all season long. 
We knew that Emmanuel Sanders would provide some value. Sucks he went out because we were rolling. We were absolutely rolling when he was in there. Um, and it's, it's not the fact that it's just, I mean, yes, it is just one guy, but it's a momentum game, right? You feed off momentum and Jimmy G was dealing. And once he kind of lost his number one guy, I frankly, looking at him, his I, confidence went yeah, down. Yeah, frankly, looking I mean, at him, it felt like his confidence just went depleted. It just depleted out there. And you saw it on his face. He's like, you know, he's, he's yep. making all these emotional, you know, saying all he these He was rattled things. a little bit, dude. <laughs> and then, and then obviously we got to get to the O line play. Oh, God. Yeah. Staley, McGlinchey, I know they've been out, but yeah. they got absolutely manhandled, manhandled. last night, Stovall. Yeah, I mean, the definition of being manhandled. Yeah, they got they got cooked. They were definitely not game ready. They were they needed another week of getting in shape. Um, it's one thing to practice, but then to come into a game that was this physical and expect to mm-hmm. just get back into the groove of things like you were all everything's all fine and dandy. Not happening. And yeah, I mean, I tweeted out at halftime. This is the most physical game we've seen all year. Yeah, I people mean, were out for heads. Yeah, they were out for heads, and they just—I mean, sorry, McGlinchey, sorry, Staley, but man, you guys—you guys need to work on your conditioning yeah, you because you got—you got burned multiple times. So um, that I, I feel like that is correctable um, because, like, I—I I think that just comes down to conditioning, just not mentally prepared. But for wide receivers not catching balls, dropping freaking balls left and right on big plays. What have you been doing all week? Like, this isn't week one. This isn't week like, one. Week one, okay, you have some drops, fine, dude. Like, this is week 10. This is primetime Monday night, biggest game of the year against your yeah. rival. The rivalry's back. Yeah, it's, yeah, so, and, exactly. And it was just, I mean, I was, just, it was, just, it was tough to watch, dude. It was, and like you said, you get paid to catch the ball. Um, I've been a big advocate for Goodwin for a while, and I, I like his awful, play. But awful this year. Terrible this year. The guy can't catch a ball. Pettis is really nowhere to be found, and when he does get involved, he can't catch a ball. The only shining star, possibly if you want to shed any light on some situation, was Richie James Jr., who didn't even get a catch. Um, I think... I think he should be somebody that they, they need to actually start putting into the lineup a little bit more. Um, Put him in the game plan. Yeah, a little bit, get so. him in the game. Get him involved. At least he didn't drop a ball. You know, like, <laughs> Jesus. Um, that was that was sickening. And then just to see Pete Carroll's face oh, at the God, end of that game. Yeah. That was, that's also what just That just set things sick. over the edge. I mean. <laughs> Is there a coach you dislike more in the NFL than Pete Carroll? No, Pete Carroll, number one. Yeah, I can't really think of anyone else that I dislike more than Pete Carroll. Yeah, I didn't like Lou Williams or not Lou Williams, Greg um, Williams. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. But Bounty Gate. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Pete Carroll. I, I just yeah, he's got such a big ego and he thinks so highly of himself, and I just hate to see it. And we had that. We had that game. It was ours to I win. Mean, yeah, dude. Obviously, the rookie kicker misses the game-winning field goal. Um, did you like? Did you like that going for the field goal there, Stubb? Would you like to go for it? I mean, it's it's easy to say now. It's, but... Yeah, it's easy to say now. And frankly, we would have grilled Shanahan either way if they didn't get the first down and they went for it on fourth. They oh, would have kicked it. This guy was three for three, you know. So like, there's two sides yeah, to everything. Um, I personally, I think it was probably a good call because he just previously hit a bigger one 
um, in my opinion, the the this the third one he hit the forty seven yarder to tie it was probably bigger because that was to tie, not to or not to lose the game. So yeah. um, I think that was a little bit bigger. Um, I'm not going to hate too much on him. I'm not going to hate too much on Shanahan's play calls. And yeah, he should have milked the clock a little bit better. But granted, he wasn't expecting guys to drop the freaking ball in in crucial moments. Yeah. I mean, dude, as a quarterback, dude, that's got to be so frustrating. Yeah. And it's like, uh, yeah, you're first of all, people are getting to you. So you're getting a little bit rattled. And second of all, when you're making these plays, they're just not hanging on to the ball. So what the hell are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, Stovo. Obviously, we we look ahead to the Cardinals next week. Um, that's at home. Yep, we got to bounce yeah. back. You got to swallow this one. We'll go to the film room, improve, be ready for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And the Cardinals. I mean, we are still eight and one. So. Yeah, we are still eight and <laughs> so, one. Um, we're still sitting at the top of our division, so I'm not gonna t- think too much about this. Can I get a? No, I, I mean, dude, come on, if if Kittle plays, if Sanders, if Kittle and Sanders play, dude, we're, yeah. we're getting, we're scoring another touchdown. Uh, yeah, I think I've, yeah, easily, we're getting more points easily. Than, we're getting more points than we had. That's yeah, for sure, hundred I mean, percent. And the, I don't think the tides would have changed because um, the Niners were rolling. They were in complete control. It was ten to zero. They were in complete control of the game. Um, Seattle just didn't look like they had anything going. The defense was eating them up. Then obviously we knew what happened with that turnover, and then our offense just couldn't keep the defense, our own defense, off the field. Like we just, yeah. we made terrible plays down the road or down the stretch there. And you know what happens when a defense is out there majority of the time, they get tired, and you know that's ultimately what we saw. Yeah, Stova. Let me let me flip over. We we got to flip over to the college game. Okay, mm-hmm. the game of the year took place on Saturday, the matchup of the year, and it lived up to the hype. So, well, yeah. LSU, Alabama, two verse three. Al- LSU goes into Tuscaloosa in front yeah. of 110,000 people and drops 45 yeah. on old St. Nick's defense. Yeah. Joe Burrow's running away with the Heisman now. That was a hell of a game, dude. They were up, what, up 20 at halftime? Yeah, that was... Um, Man, that was that was wild. What's your reaction to that was, uh, that? Was some good college football right there, if I do say so myself. I mean, they were getting hyped down there in Alabama, down in Alabama. They were getting Trump. Hyped. Trump was on the big screen. Trump was getting his, you know. Um, but I mean, that was that was a great great game. Um, doesn't I don't know if it topped the Niners last night, but um, still a great freaking game. Um, and those receivers can can play. Dude, there's like I think there's like seven receivers going in the top three God, rounds or those something. Guys, something. Those guys crazy. are Sunday ready. They're they're ready for Sunday. They're ready for Sundays, man. They're they're hauling in balls that are just way above their head and outside their their uh, catch radius. It's yeah, it was nuts. And then uh, forget the running back on um, Darren Sproles lookalike on LSU. Forget his name, but that guy was an animal too, an absolute beast, and he just pure determination that game and kind of kind of lock things up um but I, one thing i do wish i would see more in in some of these college games is the quarterbacks need to be sliding more i mean i dude joe burrow's like did, did you see his quote like he, he said something like i don't slide yeah or that's, something and that's, he's <laughs> that's just immature i mean that's just that that's not how you're gonna prolong your career um we see it what happened to you know 
even guys like Cam Newton and, and look what's happening down there in Carolina. These guys got to, these guys got to learn how to slide. Um, they're not, they're not Gee Paladetti out there. So, <laughs> um, so they need to learn how to slide, save themselves some p- potential injuries. And when it comes down to it, yeah, if you don't, if you don't slide, you might gain an extra yard or two, but is it really worth it in the end? So, but one, yeah, one, one hell of a game. Yeah, dude, that was, that was a great game. Um, yeah, man, I just, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, you know, got guys who've been following me, you know, I picked Ohio state weeks ago and now they really, you know, new point, new cultural playoffs was released rankings released. They were number one. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how that plays out and everything. Um, I still, I still like Ohio state LSU looks good though, man. I, no way. I don't think Bama gets back in, uh, unless some craziness happens. Yeah. Unless, um, yeah, unless I don't know. I don't, I don't think, down. I don't think they'll get back in, but it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Stove, we, we got to get to the breaking news story of the day. Stovall, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this. They're calling it Astrogate. Astrogate. Oh God. Yeah. So did you see this or no? Yeah. The Astros cheating. So, so for those of you, we gotta, we gotta run down, we gotta run this down for you. So essentially the Astros were using technology. They were, they were setting up a camera during the 2017 season. Well, we don't know how long we just know for for sure. They had a Houston Astros pitcher who was on the, the team that won the chip in 2017. He played from 2015 to 2017. He was quoted basically saying that they, you know, that they were, that's not right what they did. They pushed the envelope. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. They cheated the game, whatever. They had a camera set up in center field, Stovall, aimed at the catchers to know what sign it was. And then they would make noise in the dugout yeah. if it was an off-speed pitch. So you know it was an off-speed like pitch. Garbage Otherwise, you're something. just sitting fastball. Yeah. And they even showed like replays of it. There's videos out there that have been documented. The Athletic is the one who broke the whole news story. Mm-hmm. This is a wild news story. Um, it's scandal. It's a straight it scandal. And, and the crazy thing is they won they won the World Series. That's what's crazy. Exactly. And there's a chart that shows them in 2016, Stovall, they were like 14th in their strikeout ratio. In 2017, they were first. Yeah, just so that just goes to show you, man. When you know what's coming, you can prepare. Um, and I don't know. I'm curious to get your opinion on that. I'm just interested to see what the repercussions are. Like, what, what are they going to do? Are people going to lose job their jobs or, I mean, there's just rumors that they're just going to get draft picks taken away. Oh, wow. That's a slap on the wrist, man. Like that's nothing serious to be, if that's all that it came down to and you could cheat that badly. Shit, man, I would do it. (laughs) You know, I would do it if I was in the MLB, I would. That's just, I mean, yeah, that's just ridiculous. I don't. Wow. And then, and then, t- and then also in 2018, they were second in strikeout percentage and then mm-hmm. first in strikeout percentage this past year. So and clearly then obviously, it was working. yeah. So and obviously they lost, they, you know, they, uh, they lost in game seven in the world series mm-hmm. this year. Um, but I, I mean, there was complaints and I don't know if you remember this, but the Yankees complained that they were doing this whistling and stuff. Yeah, that they thought yeah, they yeah. suspected they were stealing signs, but they weren't sure. Mm-hmm. They were they they accused them of this whistling, and then the Astros manager came out. That's utterly ridiculous, mm-hmm. and like all this stuff. But I mean, to have an ex player who's on the championship team with a ring, who won a ring, come out and say what he said. Yeah, that's shocking, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, 
I don't think they can take away anything from them. Like, like in, you can't vacate of, the World Series yeah, in terms of rings or anything like that. They can't, you know, do anything like that. But um, if it's just draft picks, Jesus, I feel like that is just the weakest. The weakest. Here's here's the quote. Here's the quote right here, too, Stove. That's not playing the game the right way. They were advanced and willing to go above and beyond to win. Wow. It makes it makes me think, what else would they have done? Or what else were they doing? Outfield camera, a monitor in the tunnel, and banging on a trash can to convey pitches. And you guys can go online and find the videos. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. It's like cutting corners. Yeah, I. What do you do if you're the MLB? You got to start investigating these stadiums. Heavy. They need to do like a check every game. They need to do some sort of, you know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. sort of check, like some sort of precaution to make sure this is not going on. I mean, I mean, it's so nowadays. It's I get it's so hard to monitor that just because there's so much technology out there that can pretty much do anything. Um, so maybe it's just. This is it. worse than steroids in my mind, so I mean, this is like this you're, is full blown cheating. Yeah, you're literally cheating the game. You're not just gaining an advantage. You're 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 taking control of the game here. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of the game is to get this little white ball past the batter standing there in the box, and the person who gets that ball past them the most with not allowing any runs wins the game. So. Yeah. It's not steroids to juice up to, you know, get your one one at bat or, you know, every so often. Um, It's this is this is a huge deal because you tell you tell this down your roster and everybody's on board and they're sitting fastball or sitting off speed the entire time and can completely control the game. So, um, yeah, that's. They, they got to figure out. And something. it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Eventually, these players are going to leave your team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and they the, probably just they just probably just hope that they would win enough. Get get their uh, get their World Series and, rings. And if we get caught, we get caught. And, yeah. And like, we'll it is with what it, it is. There. It's better to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission, I guess, in this case. So <clears throat> it's it's disgusting. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, Stovall, uh, we gotta we gotta move on. I just I just gotta get your uh gotta get your quick take on this stove. After this week in football, this is a hot topic right now. The NFL stove mm-hmm. MVP so, thus far for the NFL. For the NFL, is it still Russell Wilson? Are you ready to I, give it to Lamar Jackson, like a lot of people are doing? Because to me, it's still Russell Wilson. I think it, it's still Russell Wilson. Um, he didn't. People are saying he played like an MVP last night. I completely disagree. He made a couple of poor decisions that. Pretty much would have lost in the game had had it not been for our you know wide receivers. But um, I think he's still number one candidate. Followed closely behind Lamar Jackson. Um, if if it wasn't a quarterback, if every player was pretty much treated equally, I'd say probably Christian McCaffrey would be up there because what he's been able to do for for his team is is beyond. Um, he's actually been able to keep them around. So. But he, he is he, a running back. So kind of a toss-up. But, I mean, a lot of season left. We'll see yeah. how it plays we'll out. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, we got some big key matchups. I'm excited to see what Seahawks Niners in Seattle is going to be like. Just heard that they moved 
um, the Green Bay Packers Niners to primetime Sunday night. Let's go. Changed it from a one o'clock game to now it is primetime Sunday night football. That's going to be exciting. Week 12. Um, man, we're, we're getting this is the meat of the schedule right here. So this, this is, is the this is a big time uh, finish. I mean, dude, this is <sighs> looking at the schedule. I mean, this is. Yeah, this is this is let's see know, what we're made of. See what we're made of. Exactly. Let's, exactly. Let's test it. Let's see what we're made of here. Let's make sure. Um, you know, hopefully we don't have any serious injuries. Where, what is it with the Bay Area and the sports right now? Getting the, all these injuries. I don't. I don't know, man. What's going There's on? What in the water? What's in the, or... Yeah, what's in the Kool Aid out here? Um, oh man! But it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be exciting. We'll see how it plays out. Thanks for tuning in to the number one sports podcast in the peninsula. Follow me on Facebook, Brett Frost Sports Podcast. I'm dropping picks. If you've been tuning into the picks, I'm like 10 and 6 right now, 11 and 6. And NBA alone, killing it. Um, I I may have a lock of the week video for you guys this week. I don't know. Um, I ended up going with the Dolphins last week. That worked out beautifully. Um, the so Falcons just, was tough. The Falcons. We didn't even talk about Drew Brees. Yeah, we didn't even we'll talk see. about Drew Brees. But yeah, we'll have to get into that. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm gonna keep dropping this heat. Peace.